You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host, TK, and I'm here with just the boy. Andy. <laughs> How you going, Sergio? And Andy? also, we've got a special guest. He came third in overall classic last year in the NRL Fantasy Comp, Ben Shimshow. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Benny, did I get that right? Yep, got it right this time. Yes. <laughs> very nice. Very Hold nice. on. Hold on. <laughs> I thought you were going to do that. How good is this bloke? <laughs> How good is this bloke? <laughs> I love that one. Benny, love Benny gets both, man. Hey, can I just uh, say happy St. Paddy's Day to all the Irish people out there? And just because of you guys, I'm going to crack a little joke for you. Oh, God. Here we go. Why did um, why did Pat the Irishman always wear two condoms? Oh no! <laughs> to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Hey, <laughs> lovely. No, 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 no. <laughs> so tonight on the show, guys, as we mentioned, Ben is going to be joining us for a killer interview. Plenty of your fan questions that are going to be coming through as well. Audience questions, sorry. And Corby will also be here in about 20 minutes' time. But before we rip in. We've got the GOAT, Jeremy Lattimore. He'll be ripping in with his tips. Jason Nightingale also joins us. They're both in the car this morning. So it was a bit of a fun adventure. And, yeah, we crack a few things. Apparently, Nighty saw me in the pub last week. He didn't even come say good day. Apparently, I was talking about stocks. <laughs> that does not surprise me. That does not surprise me. He didn't want to stop me. me. All right. So, Nighty, yeah, we'll definitely get him on as well. But so before we rip into Benny's interview, please head over to social media. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, as Talking League Pod. Talking League One on uh, Twitter. Please, we'll be back on our Q&A show next week. So hit up the podcast hotline, 028405. 7947, and big shout-out to also Kyle Lomas. It was his pretty much idea to get this. It's going to be called the Legend Lounge, and Benny's our first guest. Sounds first great. legend. Yes, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be looking at doing this every couple of weeks. But before we get to Ben, let's rip in to our tips with the GOAT. Jeremy Lattimore into an upright, and Jeremy has gone in. I'm the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. Man, I'm the GOAT. Everybody watch out. All right, guys, special edition of Latsy's Tips this week. We've also got on the line, we've got nice Jason Nightingale. So, boys, both of you, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having us, brother. Bring, uh, bring, bring along the heavy hitters today. Gypsy, how are you, Privileged bud? to be on, mate. I can't believe, can't believe I've never been invited, but anyway, at least Jerry got me a start. We might have to do Gypsy's Tips too. What do you reckon, boys? No, 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 we can't. We're not co-brand. Hey, <laughs> hey, Gips, Gips what do you Competing think? against each other. Gips, what do you think of his his intro music? Yeah, oh, he was he was honestly thought he thought Ray Warren was in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around looking for him. Uh, so, that, that was actually that try that you didn't know about the first try score. We were just talking about in the pre-record. Come on, mate. Oh, I've had a shocker. Sorry, sorry, lads. Sorry, yeah, Latsy. Sorry, my You're mate. Right, <laughs> All right, boys, let's rip in. Thursday, Parramatta Eels versus Melbourne Storm at Bank West. Eels are actually massive outsiders at 275. Storm at 145. But, Latsy, you go first, mate. Who's your tip? Yeah, the event the grounds. Jerry's going to go with Melbourne Storm. I felt they uh, started the year strong. Um, Parra weren't that convincing. And uh, even being at Bank West, I still am confident that Melbourne Storm will get the job done. Yeah. I'm going you- Parra. I think, I think they'll be better at home and, and like Jerry, they weren't convincing so they want to be a lot better um, going to round two and I think the fact they're at home they're not in Canberra, no one likes being there um, will really help help their chances and Storm coming off the back of a, of a tough game against South will, 
will, uh, I think they'll struggle to adjust to travel. Yeah, I like the contrast. Before we actually go on, Latsy, you tipped six from eight last week. You were riding high into the Sunday. You got zero from two on Sunday. You were six from six, mate. You tipped the Tigers and Dragons. Yeah, I, I went the outsiders and the Tigers, which backfired, and I, I chose with my heart with the Mighty Dragons. And, you know, if it wasn't for um, that shit new rule brought in, you know, I reckon after that Ramsey try gets awarded, we go on with it. But um, that's rugby league, and hey, it won't deter how I tip this week. Unlucky. <laughs> Friday night, boys, 6 p.m., Warriors versus Newcastle at Central Coast. Now, the Warriors are at two bucks. That's pretty juicy, and the Knights at 180. Head-to-head, like, the Warriors lead 22-18. At the venue, there's pretty impressive. Warriors have won 7 from 11. Knights are pretty shaky there, 7 from 17. But, Chips, you go first. What do you reckon? I'm going to go the Warriors there. I reckon it's it's not far from their adopted home up the road there. And um, Brownie as well. I know what sort of speeches he'll be giving off the back of that being his last club. Um, he'll have them firing in a different way, I think. I think they'll get him. Yeah, I'm following Gypsy's lead there. I uh, I went to Warriors last week and they they did not let me down, and I believe they're just going to get better as the year goes on. So I'll be following with the Warriors. There's a stock tip, boys. Get on the Warriors. Two bucks. That's that's a hundred percent the go. Money, money for Jam for sure. Now next game, eight p.m. is the Gold Coast Titans versus Broncos in Gold Coast. Now Titans are a buck forty-five. Broncos two seventy-five. Last season the Titans flogged them twice, eighteen sixteen and thirty to twelve. Broncos do have a good record, though, at the venue. Nine from 14 wins. Slats, what do you got? I'm going to stick with Will's brother. I feel they, um, they you know, that, that, that conference from last year will hopefully flow into this. They didn't get the W against the Warriors on the weekend, and I feel like they're, um, you know, I, I read something there yesterday where David Fafita had been in hospital for two days. So a fit and firing uh, David this week. So I feel they'll uh, they'll come out and put a good performance together. Yeah, for sure. Now, Gips, what about yourself, yeah. man? Yeah, I'm going with him there. I think the Gold Coast at home, um, they'll, be, they'll be much improved and looking to build on, on last week against the Warriors. And, and although Brisbane showed some good signs, I, I think the Gold Coast, that little brother mentality and the fact that their squad is stronger um, will mean that, that they'll get the points. Yeah, Gibbs, when you played, when you were on the wing, mate, did you when you're kind of marking someone like a Corey Thompson, someone that's quick, nimble, a little bit smaller versus someone that's huge like a, a what's Oates, a Coates, sorry, what, what what was your preference when you played? Yeah, probably the probably the bigger bigger guys that sort of try and run over you is, is easier than the, the nippy steppy sort of side like you know the box and those sort of guys compared to Bonavalu is like that. The smaller is, is is harder to defend and you just need to be a bit more physical with the big guys, which I just have never had a problem with. Okay, hey, go. Can we confirm that at trading, Gypsy used to have one of those kind of mats. You know, he used to do those corner post tries. Surely you had some gymnastics mats going on. How do you practice that? Correct. That's, that, that is how he uh, perfected that art of putting the football down over the try line and, um, you know, tested out all parts of his body with its flexibility. And, um, you know, I used to get over there myself in case I did happen to get across the line, which <laughs> I didn't much, um, and never got to showcase the flexibility of certain body parts of myself. Jerry yeah. used to use the goalpost. <laughs> 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 that is true, dude. That is actually true, that one. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's so good. Now, moving on, boys, Saturday, 3 p.m. This might be a bit of a spiteful one. Trent Barrett is going to be facing his old team, the Panthers at Bank West Bulldogs. Massive outside of 6.50, the Panthers, a buck 12 after their impressive win last week. But, Gyps, who do you reckon? 6.50, yeah, a long odd. 
I am, uh, you know, I cannot sit against Penrith after last weekend, and the Dolphins well weren't, weren't looking that good. So I'm, uh, yeah, that's a pretty safe money. Yeah, I think so too. What do you reckon, Goat? Yeah, can't go away from uh, the Mighty Panthers. They were very strong on the weekend. Yeah, that's the lock of the week, I think. Now, next game might be a little bit juicy. 5.30, Manly smarting after that flogging from the Roosters against the Bunnies. They were also pretty disappointing last Thursday. Manly come in at 4 bucks. South's at $1.25. South's got a terrible record at this venue. Six from 17, so that's 35%. But sticking with you, Goat, what do you reckon? I'm going to go rabbit as well. Like they'll come out humming. Already made uh, some changes and... Um yeah, I think it'll be tough for the uh, the mighty Eagles. Yeah, chips. Same. Yeah, that's 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 the second look of the week. Yeah, that's how to get the get the chocolates. Yeah, this next one might be very, very tight. The Cowboys and the Dragons. They're seven thirty-five up there in Townsville, but the Cowboys come in at a buck fifty. Maybe the Dragons a little bit of value there at two sixty, given they didn't play that badly on Sunday night. Head to head, pretty tight. Seventeen sixteen. Last time they met. Was a twenty three twenty two win to the Cowboys with Val Holmes snapping a field goal. But boys, what do you reckon? Who are you asking first, Gypsy? Sorry, Gypsy. Yeah, you, Gypsy, you <laughs> go first. Sorry. Yeah, you go. I, I, don't know, I don't know, man. I'm hard or head. It's tough this one. Or head, really? It's. I don't think it's one of those harder heads. You know, again, not playing, not playing the rest. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought there was some good signs last week, and I think we'll build on that. Um, I'm going up to fight the flag and and. Um, do a bit of a trip up there, and uh, I'm sure they'll 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 turn it on. Uh, so there was really good signs last week, and if we stay keep the faith to that, um, then I think they'll, they'll build off that performance against the Sharks and cut a couple of errors out. And I reckon, you know, the, the Cowboys weren't that impressive. Not not that we were either, but I think we cut a few errors out, and that'll go a long way towards um, being a lot more competitive, but really setting ourselves up. Yeah. For, for go. How much impact do you reckon, brother Normie's going to have, mate? Yeah, look, I feel like he's going to have a point to prove this week after missing the game and the boys obviously losing that game. Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't know, like Ben Hunt, he, that, that's one of the better performances he's had for the club on the weekend, which I, I think leadership agrees with him. Mm. Um, so they need Corey to come in and play a role for us. So, yeah, oh, look, hard, hard to win up there, but I feel like, yeah, I will go with the heart and pick the... Pick the boys on the weekend. There we go. Now, moving to Sunday, boys. West Tigers versus the Roosters. 4 p.m. at Campbelltown Sports Stadium. Tigers long outsiders at 4 bucks. Roosters at a buck 25, and that's despite Jake Friend and Angus Crichton both being ruled out, one with suspension, the other one with HIA. But last season, the Roosters took both both uh, uh, 38-16 and 24-16. They're pretty good at this venue, too. Six from eight. Goat, sticking with you, any chance of an upset on this one? Mate, they cost me last week the Tigers, so I'm not going anywhere near them this week. <laughs> Roosters are still, still too much quality in that side, you know. <laughs> you talk about these guys coming out, and um, then you just the replacements, the great replacements. So um, I think is it Joey Lustig's coming in at dummy half, so yeah. we'll be looking to you know snap that up because there's been a lot of talk around what will happen with Jake Friend and the concussion. So yep. he's got a real opportunity to push his case this weekend. Gyps, what do you make of this young guy? Yeah. This Tupanua, mate. Have you seen him much of him? Yeah, well, he's, I think he's third or maybe even fourth year in there, and he just keeps getting better. I think the improvement in him from almost week to week, like he had a really strong season um, last year, and and the, even the year before, he was very young and sort of up and coming. So 
he just keeps getting better, and that, that's a, that's a great sign. He's nowhere near his peak yet, and, and keeps improving and, and competes on everything. So, I, I think it'll be a lot closer than uh, maybe people expect. Um, but I, I do think that the Roosters will get him. Yeah. Um, yeah, All right, boys. Final game Sunday night again. The Sharkies are on against the Raiders at Nestrata Jubilee Stadium. Sharks massive outsiders at three bucks. Raiders at a dollar thirty nine. They had a pretty tight semi-final last year, 32-20 to 20 for the Raiders. And then the Raiders also won the last round match when the reserve grade players played at 38-28. But at the venue, Sharky's not that great, 9 from 20. Raiders pretty good at 3 from 5. But, Chip, sticking with you, what do you reckon? Oh, the Sharks from the graveyard shift again. And um, I, I don't yeah, I don't see them beating Canberra. Um, we, we beat ourselves and uh, wasn't great last, last week, but I, I don't. They'll, they'll improve. I think they'll be better than last week, but I think not enough to beat Canberra. Yeah, we'll yeah. Be. I, I'm, I'm just there. I feel like Canberra weren't even that convincing on the weekend. So there's, there's so much upside in that football side. So that they'll be coming here, and you know, I, Ricky, one of Ricky's old clubs. He loves. I think he's similar like she was talking about Brownie against his old club. So I think um, they'll come out and go really well on the weekend. The Raiders. Yeah, Gypsy, you said the graveyard shift. As a player, boys, Thursday's the best. Day to play, right? So then you have fr- what? Recovery Friday, beers Friday night, and Saturday night. Is that correct? Yeah, Sunday. Oh, I know. Sunday you're back at work. That's the problem with it. The Thursday night shift means you're back at work on Sunday. So okay. Friday's the best. Okay. Friday night's the best. Six pm ideal, and then you're out by eight. And yeah, you can couple of couple of cold ones back in the day. Not us sort of, we're, we're, we're the true professionals, us too, so I oh, sorry, we say so, a bit of Powerade, some yeah. ice bath, nice recovery, bath. go back to the salt. <laughs> Wim, Wim, Wim Hof all weekend, yeah. mate, in the ice for yeah. 20 minutes every hour, just you know, keeping the um, that inflammation out of the body. <laughs> I love it, boys. We appreciate you both jumping on today, boys, and Gyps, I'll hit you up about maybe your own segment, mate, eh? Hey, uh, uh, mate, yes. Just broker us some deals, bro. Just uh, mortgage broken for Jerry. Get some get some loans in, and then uh, shout me a beer next time you you brush me at uh, right. <laughs> you are kidding yourself, Gibbs. <laughs> oh, boys, have a good week, eh? All right, back from uh, the goat, and now let's rip into the good stuff with Benny. So Ben, tell me a little bit about kind of who you support and why to start, man. Yeah, so uh, I support Manly Seagulls. Ever since I was a kid, my dad used to take me to the games. Okay. Love that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, Fantasy-wise, fantasy back in the day, back in high school, my mate, he's like, we should get around this. We always used to watch footy. We should get around this. And we started started off a league for a few years. Didn't know anything about fantasy. It was just pick the players you, pick the players you like, chuck them in your team, see how you go. Didn't know anything about it. Um, after a few years after, I kind of dropped off a bit. Yeah. Uh, same mate again, Matt. Shout out to him. Uh, I was like, we should start doing this again. And at, at this age, it's kind of like you're a bit competitive. You start looking up stuff like you know, NRL fantasy strategy. You start watching the videos, <laughs> going to Facebook pages, listening to podcasts, and that's yeah. how we started to get into it. You know, okay. and uh, yeah. What's what's your team called? Your name? Uh, Ben's Geese. I only came up with it a few years ago. I used to be called something else. It was, of course, Nibbles of about ten Bs. Some silly, silly teenager name that I, I thought up. I was like. It's probably due for a change. So uh, you've updated. Yeah, updated it. Ben's geese, it's just sounded nice. I don't know. Geese are just... Hey, they fly They fly real well in long distances. Exactly. So it's... A bit of a silly name, but uh, yeah. Benny, how many in your mate's group, how many is in the comp? Uh, there are eight people in the comp. 
Uh, there are a few that uh, take it more seriously than others, as, as most comps would happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everyone kind of gets around it. You know, we watch the footy together. Yep. And a bit of banter back and forth, which is what you want. How have you found, now that you're the third place, the pressure? <laughs> and, like, I know he's won a comp before and Josh has won a comp before. The pressure to actually win one is huge. And then I can only imagine now that you've done it on a public scale, like, do the boys rip in? That they do, they they do. When they, especially when they're putting out like suggestions for players, I always give them a bit of, oh, I don't know. Like, oh, you, better, you better listen to him, you know. But I don't you know, know though. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, they do. They do like to come for advice and stuff like that. And like yeah. they do riff in though, especially when I've got something wrong. This is why you need your own podcast, don't you think? Because <laughs> oh. you're probably having these great conversations with your boys, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe. What's to come? That's definitely Benny's Benny's podcast. What can we call it? <laughs> If I can get the mates to go around it. Yeah. Sure. Ben, Ben's geese having a gander. The flock, know. hey? The flock. <laughs> the flock. Let's go with that. Do you, it, do you, sorry, Andy, go. I'm just wondering, did you only play classic draft or? Oh, I played uh, classic and draft. Oh, okay. Draft, so draft's a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah Got to yeah. love it. Do you have like, because for us, we have, uh, we as a pub at Parramatta, we do it every year upstairs. <laughs> oh, the draft? Oh, yeah. 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 Always get together. 12 of us. Oh, yeah. Always go yeah. to the talk, loose talk shit. Oh, it's great. <laughs> who, was, who was your first pick? Oh, man. I got first pick. I went for Crichton instead of Cleary. I thought why the reason rationale was there are so many good halves. I got two great halves. Got Fogarty and Cleary, which who you know scored well. Very well. That that was my rationale. I thought uh, the half um, position is just there's just so much to choose from. There's not much to choose from uh, who dual position players and forwards. Which is that was my reasoning, but uh, didn't end up well for me because second place got Cleary and uh, I got injured Crichton. Anyway, for one round, he'd be right. Yeah. Were you put off by the edge position this year, mate? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, there, was, there isn't much there, to be yeah. honest. Not quality stuff. Uh, yeah. There are a few cashies and, you know, David Fafita, of course. Great. And uh, so, yeah, I was put off at the beginning, but um, I just chose Crichton and, and Fafita there. And I thought it was just a set and forget and I'll have a backup on the, on the bench. Yeah. yeah. But mate, not much quality. Mate, social media, and we all follow it. Like this week, everyone's panicking. Oh, yeah, like, no, uh, no, lots, no. lots of great scores. But after week one last year, Ben, where were you? Huh? week one, week one, I was probably in the, I'd say mid mid thousands. Not, okay. not, not a good start. Yeah, um, had a few good players, a few pods, but um, honestly, not a not a good start. The, I think I start, started shooting up the rank ranks at about week four and five. I yep. Made a few key trades, and uh, if everyone might remember it, uh, Bradman Best. I think it was uh, yeah. uh, 30 minutes before kickoff, he got put in the team, and I uh, ended up getting him in my team, and he scored what, 50 Three tries or something. Wow. Yeah, something like that. It. that. That's what kind of shot me up the ranks because uh, a lot of people had, I think it was either um, Shiba yeah, yeah. or William, one of them got injured, and a lot of people had him in the team. I traded him out last second. But, uh, yeah, that and I think uh, picking up McInnes early for feeder was injured. Was uh, another pod for me. That was your boy, yeah. Especially when the jewel came in, Andy. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I had Tom Starling in draft as well. It was lovely little, uh, it just, little bank. Yeah, it just yeah. kind of put me above the pack. Benny, pre-COVID and post-COVID, yeah. Did your kind of thoughts towards fantasy change at all during that time? Ah, uh, yes. Last year's season is so, was so different to every yeah. other season with the with no buy rounds, of course. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was using trades. A lot more, a lot more, um, really nearly because you need to save any for the buy rounds. Yep. You know, if, if I saw some value or, uh, you know, an, uh, somewhere I could get an advantage, I'd take it. Okay. Whereas, you know, in regular seasons, you're kind of a bit more hesitant to you know, save trades. Yeah. Mm. 
yeah, like it really threw us off. What, what, like for me, I went nuts during that kind of COVID period. <laughs> Bloody that Fox League kept doing that silly show oh, between yeah. all those guys, ringing people up. That was terrible. Not having footy on was terrible. Oh, the, lo- the live ones, yeah, yeah true. I feel like, you know, this is, this is something that takes up a lot of my time. I love watching the, <laughs> yeah. I love watching the games on the weekend with the boys. It's just, yeah, it was a void that was there. Lucky came back though. Ben, do you have a rule with manly players? Oh, man. <laughs> Last year, I didn't actually have DCE until all the oh, end. So it was like, no. I want them to do well. Yeah. But uh, also at the same time, I was like, oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind them. DCE, you know, getting a bit of an injury or getting a bit of a whack. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Hey, that's when, when the shift goes, fantasy comes more important than normal. Fantasy changes you, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I definitely at some point was like, oh, please. Because, you know, especially when you're at the top there, it's like, it's a bit more serious. Yeah. <laughs> at what stage did you kind of enter the top kind of 50 um, I had that really good week. That week five, I think, came in top three for the week, okay. and then from there, it was just con- consistently um, getting top, you know, near hundred finishes. And then I think it was around week nine and ten, it was like, oh, I'm kind of kind of up there. Yeah, and I just continued to to climb um, from, from a few pods, um, and yeah, I think I kept it for a while into a few bad trades okay. <laughs> down the line. Now, Benny, you're a- you're at uni now. Yes. Do you live at home? I do live at home, yeah. So when that round 10 comes, you go, Mum and Dad, like, this is serious shit now. Like, <laughs> this is my job. Oh, yeah. Do not hey. talk to me on, on <laughs> Team This Tuesday. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Feel sorry for the missus who asked to, uh, you know, put up with all of it. But, um, Aren't they all just champions, they're honestly? Lovely. Honestly, yeah. We've got a shout out to her. Rachel, shout out to her. That's <laughs> all we should do, boys. We should have, like, the equivalent of, like, a Dally M for the ladies. Like, is there comes, like, to, if you've got a lady and you want her because she's puts up with all that shit from the year. <laughs> you can dress up, black oh, tie. Like a, like like a Dally M yeah, event. Sure, yeah, yeah, but then they'd be like, they you made it. the night all about football. <laughs> <laughs> Dally M, what's that? Yeah. They dress up. They'll love it. Like yeah. just a black tie. That's not a bad idea. hundred bucks. A, oh, yeah, I'm telling you, we could feel this. We oh, could do a live show. show. There'd be yeah, a few lists. Live show, boys. <laughs> Everyone can get around that, I reckon. Yeah. I think I've just created something. Possibly. Talking little... League Black Tie <laughs> yeah. Dally M Awards. Listen to this space. We're going to call it Dally M Awards. We don't care. Now, Benny, did you at any – you came you were number one at one stage, weren't for, you? For quite a few weeks, yes. How does that feel to be the, the number one? Oh, it was – it was, it was not a high. It was kind of like, oh, I don't know, this is happening. But then you look at how many teams are in the comp, oh, 100,000 plus. It's like it's pretty crazy. I mean, you know, you think about a few trades are here that you think about and it's like, oh, you know, if I did this, I could have been, you know, a lot more further down. But, um, yeah, crazy. A lot of hype. You know, a lot of, you feel good. You feel good. Yeah. So may I ask what was the trade that made you drop from uh, <laughs> first to, to lower? There was there was three trades throughout. There was one in the mid-season, which didn't make me drop, but uh, trading man to, uh, and this is terrible, to Wakeham. Uh, if, if you remember, Wakeham had two good weeks, scoring 50-plus, yeah. and he was okay. cheap, and I needed some money to cash up someone else. Yep. And I thought, oh, he's, he's definitely secured the position. You know, um, uh, who's the other one? Um uh, who, who, whoever took from him, I can't remember. I can picture him now. From the, um, from the doggies? Yeah. Uh, ben, Lachlan yeah, Lachlan Lewis. Oh, Lewis, Lewis. Yeah. The, kick, he, yeah. the kicker. Like, oh, yeah. Wakeham's there for two weeks. He's doing well. Yeah. Um, then next week after, Lachlan Lewis comes at the end. So that was terrible. Man continued to soar. But the other one, and this is something which I didn't really think about uh, being in first place. You know, you think about the whole fantasy season. Uh, you're looking for pods, you know, to, to, to kind of climb the ranks. At first place, you don't want pods. You want to make your team similar to others yes. so that, you know, there's no discrepancies. And I, mm. I went for pods instead of that. I think I ended up choosing Cameron Smith over DCE. Okay. And Smith got injured. And I'm getting Cook over DCE and Cook towards the end of the season. Wasn't as 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 big as he used to be. So, yeah, that were the, the two trades which um, 
kind of you know you can blame for this. So we're at Andy's house <laughs> one Sunday, uh, yeah. right? So Andy goes out with Corby's sister Bridget. Yeah. So they live in uh, Corby lives in Newcastle. Me and Andy lives close together. So we watch a lot of footy together. We're on a Sunday. This guy got he was so lippy last year. Yeah. <laughs> so lippy. Hey, with credit, with credit. Actually, I'll let, I'll let you explain what happens. Yeah, uh, so I was getting I was just like, doesn't matter if I win or lose, I'll just get real lippy. <laughs> Start getting this massive win streak. So I'm I'm up against Corby and he's got the higher projected score. And I'm like, oh no. I mean, I was towards the end of the game. It was the Melbourne was the last game to play and he was gonna smash me. Yeah. And I'm like, doesn't matter. Cam Smith's going off injured. Your captain's going to get nothing. That doesn't matter. And then what? in the 10th or 15th minute, Cam Smith gets injured, goes off for God. I know. Oh, the man never gets injured. It was a try too, so it looks so good. Yeah. He scored a try and then, oh, he goes off. Oh, oh, and I ended up winning that game, which was it was lovely. But yeah, so he's the guy. He did get oh. the chocolates in the end, but yeah. Sorry, everyone who had Cam Smith that game. Yeah, what well, could it be, hey? So then, when you hit number one, yeah. did you keep it quiet or did the boys just know? Oh, I, I was you know, updating the boys all the time. You know, oh, we're here right now. You know, oh, I need this guy to do this well. I need, I need Lomax to get nothing again. I, I didn't pick up Lomax last year, which yeah. is, I didn't. I didn't have him at all, which was uh, a bad thing, definitely, because he was solid Actually throughout the whole watching year. Watching his points go up and up every week. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Who was your best pickup then? Best pickup? That's, that's an interesting question. I think. From the start of the season, man, he just he was so cheap at the yeah. start, and he's continued to give me like fifties throughout the whole season. Yep. Uh, another <clears throat> another good kick up pick up would have been McInnes at the start of the season. Yeah, I mean, I got him. I think I don't know what he was at, but he was so much cheaper than what he was at at the end of the year. Um, he just continued to pump out those huge scores, like weapon. Oh, yeah. Did you have Arpy uh, or Harry Grant? Uh, I had I had Arpy from the start of the season. Okay, I think I ended up trading him to Cook, which is. You would have got oh. some nice money out of him. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Starting with him was was perfect. He just, you know, the, so much value there. Mm. Who was the other guy? You said. And Harry Grant. Harry Grant. Yeah, picked him up this, the first week when he was what two hundred twenty four, wasn't he? Yeah. He started base price. Yeah, that was that was perfect. Yeah. But in previous seasons to this, because you went so well, what would have been the best that you had finished prior to this third place finish? I, I'd finished in thousands. Okay. But um, like late thousands, about eight hundred, nine hundred. Stages, um, and from there, I kind of get better every year. Yeah, um, you know, learn you learn more every year in fantasy. But once you get to that top thousand, like the points, because you know when you walked in, I told you my burner team. Yeah, my burner team's only eighty points behind my first team, and it's twenty thousand people behind. <laughs> yeah, like, I can imagine that the gap, that log one jam, point is yeah. massive. It only that, takes a week, doesn't it? Oh, big yeah. time! Who was your captain for the majority of the year? Um, captain was Haas. Okay, Haas, and then I think. He got injured at some point during the year. I ended up switching it. But, um, yeah. yeah, it was Haas for Mot- for Notre Dame. I mean, I'm definitely a set-and-forget type of guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, with Haas, you can do that, I guess. Exactly, yeah. I and mean, if I clear it, I'd be doing it now. But uh, Yeah. Now, entering this year, yeah. with the price rises, you know, you just mentioned Haas, Cleary, all these guys nearly touching a million dollars. Like, what was your first thoughts when you saw them at such an expensive price? I, I always like to look for value. Yeah. Um, I don't really like buying people at their price. If I can get, I mean, I put a few draft teams out there with Cleary that had him in there, but I felt there's just so much value about it, which is why I didn't start with any, you know, big guns. Yeah. And, um, you know, my back three, um, which is where I put most of my money, um, yep. Pappenhaus and Teddy and Latrell, I thought uh, with the new rules, yep. um, you know, attacking big players like them, we're going to get so much points, which is correct for the first round. We'll <laughs> see how that end up, ends up going. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So is that how you build your team? Uh, yes. You, you build your team around um, 
people you think are going to go big and then cash cows. And then, you know, you put a few mid ranges in the, in between and trying to make it look nice. Yeah. You were saying um, before um, that you didn't, well, you made the mistake of having too many pods and not sort of, is this towards the end of the season? This is the end of the so season, So trying yeah. to match everyone else to sort of have that, it, there's no mistakes and then you can sort of make it a little bit better. Is that well, yeah, your same thing? When, you're, you're, like, when you're up the top, if you want to kind of stick into it, you know, you don't want to get a pod that could have a downside kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, if you want to stay at the top, making your team similar to other teams, We'll kind of make sure the gap doesn't, you know, doesn't get spread. away from yeah, you. Yeah, doesn't get away from you. So that was a rationale behind that. Yeah. But didn't have doing it. <laughs> you know, mine went one way, the heart went the other way, and yeah, chose the wrong one. Ben, sticking on pods, yeah. everyone's got a different definition of what a pod is. Like, is there little things? Is it a percentage ownership? How do you, how do you, put uh, that in your head? Not necessarily percentage ownership because, you know, someone who's not that very good could, could have a, a low percentage ownership. Yeah. But um, people who, um, who could go big and, um, you know, who, big, you know, sleepers, someone who, because, you know, not many people are thinking about, um, you know, that can, can get big scores and, like, kind of can lay low, you know. That someone might, they might get a big score and then oh, it might be a one-off type thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a black book? Huh? Oh, I, got, I don't have a black book, but I've definitely got people on my watch list. This is TK's stock, uh, stock background coming out now. <laughs> yeah, got, got people on my watch list too, I think, you know, um, will drop down in price throughout the season who I'm going to pick up later on. You know, you've got to have these things circulating in your mind. You want to do well. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Um, yeah. Taylor Marrow, which one of, one of you boys really likes. Who, sorry? RFM. Ah, uh, yeah. Marrow, yeah. Has him, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to pick him up when he gets lower, you know, and um, I'll be, I've got the guy who I want to trade him for when he picks up to when I think it'll come lower. So you you, you don't see him playing 80? Oh, I do. I do. Oh, okay. Maybe not at the moment, but yeah, since okay. he had bad score, then maybe he doesn't play 80 now. One more. Yeah, pick him up towards towards the end. I think that's good, especially if you can score around that maybe 35, 40 in the net price because he is, I reckon, potentially oh, a 50 I, player. Hmm. He was another one of my pod scores at the end of the last year. He went on a try rampage, I think he did. Yeah, it was three watch. games in a row. Three games in a row. He's like, Corbs are saying to me, because he versed in that third round, he's like, yeah. he, he can't keep scoring try. It doesn't matter. He did it. Next minute. He's, he's great. He just <laughs> loves diving yes. over the line. Yeah. He's a big boy, so. Yeah. First round of the comp from just rugby league perspective. Yeah. Who impressed you? Like, in terms of both normal life and kind of fantasy, <laughs> yeah. who's kind of tickling your fancy team-wise? Team-wise. As in um, team of the 16 teams? Out of the sixteen teams, oh, I mean, Storm are just so good to watch. You know, yeah. I thought I thought this year actually tipped South last week. So did I. I thought, I thought yeah, <laughs> I thought without Cam Smith, surely there's no one you know showing them where where, where to go and all that stuff. But they just put on another clinic. So they were very impressive. Um, who else? I saw a very impressive glimpse of the Tigers. Okay, I feel like Brooks Brooks played really well. He did. Um, did you notice the three turnovers he, he put on in defence? Ah, uh, that's well? that. I'll get onto that stat like another it, time. Eh? Do you like it? I do like it. I just think it's given it four points is quite a lot. That, that, it is, that isn't is. it? I think that's too much. Two yeah. or three, yeah. I think, uh, is for that. Try assist is five points. Like It's only yeah. one less, and it's, it doesn't affect that much. I was looking at all the players who got that stat, and it's it's quite over the board, all over the board. Yeah. And it's just it's just big tackles. And, um, well, it saved Walshy. Walshy on oh, Friday yeah. night. Thank, he had yeah. an average game, and then two turnovers two, at the end. Well, in a short ter- time, yeah. Two, so yeah. It might make it a bit harder for us to go forward trying to predict players. Like someone could have a bit of a terrible pl- player. Neckman has a couple of uh, Mate, turnovers. Could, and he became a 40 center with two turnovers. And then the same as Cleary. Cleary had three. Three. It's huge. I think I think the t- attacking teams are going to take advantage of it because yeah. I think um, uh, it's when, when the forwards are tired. They're gonna, the ball is going to come out of their hands or something like that. Yep. Or even on, on wet days, I think. 
uh, especially with the, the rain coming now. I think, I think we're going to see a lot more of the uh, those points. Yeah. Now, so, yeah, we'll see. Hey? Let's talk about creating a team and your team from last year compared to how you approach this year. So everyone wants to know about premiums, mid-prices, cash cows, cheapies, et cetera. Yep. Has your philosophy changed between the two years? Yes, I think I, I really, I really think the the new rules and the speed of the game is yeah. making uh, attacking teams, uh, attacking players, people who get their stats around, you know, um, tackle breaks and stuff like that, uh, get a lot more points. Uh, what position do you think will is it wing fullback? It's the wing fullback. Thought, right? Wing yeah. fullback. I was actually I was planning on putting a lot. Uh, like at one stage, I had like five wing fullbacks in my team. <laughs> And uh, I thought, oh, it's just too many. You know, it's too risky. It's too risky to start with that many. But um, I think I think fullbacks, um, especially with how much more ball they're going to be getting, I think um, it's going to be a, a position which has a lot more points, even on every team. Really, everyone who gets those kick returns, I think, um, you know, a few tackle breaks here and there. Yeah. Eddie, have you heard of the brothel strategy? Uh, yeah. What is this? So the brothel strategy is trying to get as many hookers in oh, as possible. I don't like it this year. <laughs> I don't like it Not either. this year. Well, especially with the reduced minutes and the, the hookers on the bench, it's very yeah. dangerous. It was floating around Facebook yeah. like no yeah. tomorrow oh, That's great. Week. Whoever's come up with that. That's the previous years, the previous years, I've had, what, four hookers on my bench at a time? Have you? Yeah, because they just score so much with the tackle, and tackle you, count. It's kind of the reliability, right? Because it's a little bit easier to predict, would you say, a hooker? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, especially... Especially, like, you got the minimum. There's a base, I guess, a base yeah, stat. because they get a lot of tackles, get. right? Yeah. Who, who is your hooker? Uh, it is uh, two hookers in the team at the moment, uh, Brayley and Little. Okay. So, oh, so you didn't Jayden, get on the Jayden Turks? Jaden Brayley, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, impressed with his first round, of course, um, <laughs> and just get ride the price rises. I don't think he'll do as, as well. Um, looking at his history, it's it's not that pleasant, but, um, yeah. you know, I think he'll average – you know, mid forties, which which I'm happy with. Yeah, Ben. You know, you said yeah, Brayley. Do you have Connor Watson as well? Ah, uh, Watson. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. The thing I was worried about, boys, and I've mentioned to you, is having so many players come back from major injuries. <gasps> yeah. Was that a consideration for it, you? It really. It does play in my mind. Uh bit of a side topic. I also play basketball fantasy. Okay. Uh, how's, yeah, how's that? NBA. Uh, oh, it's very different. Very okay. different to this. And the amount of injuries. Um, I've only uh, just started playing it. And injuries take a really big toll on it because players sit out games yeah. and all that. Um, it's play, it plays on your mind a bit. And they get but, COVID breaks too, don't they? Yeah. They yeah. play nearly well, five times a week. So that's uh, there pretty- There games every day, yeah. Jeez, that's crazy. probably take up more of your time than NRL fans. Uh, at the are. moment, it's uh, it's a bit, bit yeah. Too distracting. Uh, oh, I love it though. I love it. I love watching <laughs> who, the games. Who organizes that? Is NBA.com? Uh, uh, Yahoo. Yahoo Sports actually runs this one, the one I'm part of anyway. Okay. Yeah. So is is there a bit of cash? Uh, no, nah, I'm just playing with, with mates. I think there are, but I, I'm not. I don't know that much about basketball at the moment, too. Uh, but, <laughs> just yeah. join it for the competition. Yeah, just join it for the, the <laughs> all right, competition. All right, Mr. Third Place, where are you in, <laughs> yeah. in basketball? I am. I am coming first at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, but, is uh, this in the draft, draft league or? Draft, uh, draft. Is that classic as well? Uh, there is classic. I don't really know how to understand it at the moment. Okay, so I'm just playing draft with the mates. Um, but yeah, going well at the moment. Nice. Yeah. All right. Now moving on. Now spreading the big one this week. Is we've had a lot of conversations because you actually showed me. I didn't know that you could reverse your trades. I knew in Supercoach you mm. could, and he showed me last night that you can actually reverse your trades because I took Crichton out and go. I'm not holding all this cash, right? Blah blah blah. But what was your approach when, especially in the first few weeks from last year? Yep. Are you trying to make minimal trade? What, what's your mm. strategy? Minimal trades. Uh, I don't. You want to. You want to see uh, a good few weeks before you make decisions on players. I mean, you know, one week might just be you know. Uh, an outlier from from you know the others, um, but there are some people who I would definitely trade. 
Uh, at the moment, I've got Croker in my team, yep. uh, which most people would start with him. Yeah. You know, um, as a Manly fan, what's your thoughts? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Manly isn't doing too well this year. But the reserve, I watched the reserve grade on KO oh, last week. Oh, that cast, one was fire. Cast just in, yeah. too much money in that injury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, it's hard without a genuine hooker, someone yeah. who doesn't really know how to play. I mean, all that um, Croker did was play the ball. Yep. Um, and if you saw the, his post game interview, he was apparently very nervous about getting through 80 okay. at hooker. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. um, yeah, I didn't think he could do it beforehand. But um yeah. Um but now he did, and but now Custer's on the bench, which I think I think he'll take minutes off him. Yeah. So um and against the South Sydney team, I don't expect him to do too well again. So I I'm I am looking to trade him. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, yeah. but um I think uh there are cash cows that I want to jump on mm. and uh to trade Croker, Croker to one of them would yeah. be something. Benny, as a Manly fan, what's your thoughts on Josh Schuster? Oh, he's great. I mean, that's the thing. I, I would have rather um, we got a, a decent hooker mm. than uh, than recruit for him. Yeah, exactly. Because Schuster, we saw games of him last year. Yeah, he played amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the he's a big boy, eh? Oh, for a five eight. I know. Yeah, but he, he's just he's such a good run. runner. Yeah. You yeah. don't don't want to risk him leaving because Foran's there taking his spot. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what recruitment's doing, what they're thinking, <laughs> or has Hasler's doing. What well, doesn't uh, matter? You got Carl Lawton, who's out for most of the season. Carl, yeah. Look. <laughs> Look, not my, my first selection of hooker who's on the market, but um, you know what? We'll see how it goes. To get a guy that's got an eight uh, Achilles, isn't it? Achilles tear. Is that giving away that Fainu's in a lot of trouble? I'd, you'd I, say so, huh? I think he is. It's been, what, over a year since his case now? Yeah. I, mean, I hope he comes back because- oh, So do I, but- With him, we could have done a lot better last year. I mean, he, he plays exactly like Api Korosau. He, he's he, a fancy he digs in and, yeah. He's a points per minute guy as well. Oh, he is, He yeah. can get some big scores, Fainu. Yeah. I remember- I had him off the bench, and he was still scoring a fifty off like thirty five minutes or something. Yeah, he He's is, a gun. He loves a, a lo- loves a run when he picks That's up the, the biggest ball. Thing right, yeah. man, especially in these new especially, rules. He'd be yes. killing. He'd be killing it now, wouldn't he? Yeah. We talked about Cookie. Are you worried about Cookie? A little bit. A little bit. I was look, looking at some stats, and apparently, um, he makes his a lot of his points from the defensive stats, of course, yeah. from the tackles. And um, if you look at his PPM compared to when his team's attacking or when his team's defending, yeah, it's like. Around around one when they're defending and around point seven when they're attacking. Really, and so South, you think um, this year are going to be a lot of attacking, and um, so I don't think you know you want to think if he can if he can start making his runs again, yep. he'll be good. But he's looking a bit nervous, you know, when he's not really running. What run, one run or two last yeah. week? Yeah, Is, yeah. So do you think it's because they're going towards you, Cody, walking the trail because the trail, you don't have yeah. to go through the middle all the time? Maybe this sort of has taken the, the heat off him. That's at Oz, at Oz take, boys. Sometimes <laughs> I go, look, I'm the oldest guy on the team. I'm just going to distribute. Yeah, yeah, you guys just you just run the ball this <laughs> week. I think I think a big thing last week was that their forward pack just just getting destroyed by Melbourne's. They weren't getting many meters and they weren't getting quick play of the balls. I think that's what Cookie needs yeah. um, to to take advantage of. But um. I think this year, this week, we'll see him. Mm. Oh, he'll definitely bounce back in my eyes against against the manly side. <laughs> For a premium like Cookie or any player, like we discussed it briefly on yesterday's podcast. Like for me, I've got a four week rule. I was kind of just you know Jordan Ricky was the guy that I was talking about. Yeah, and I just kind of setting little benchmarks for him, and I'm giving him four weeks, and then he's done. <laughs> yeah, or he's back in. But do you have benchmarks? Do you have a rule in this sort of situation? Uh, Yes, yes. I mean, you got to look at their potential yeah. and how, how many minutes do you think they'll get, how many points. You know, you look at their stats mm. past uh, previously and to see, um, well, you know, look at him last year, 10 missed tackles. Yeah. He probably won't play the 80. He's not used to playing the 80. Um, he'll play 60, I, I presume, which will probably be better for him. The player's getting injured. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
So I'll be keeping him. He's in my team. I'll yep. be keeping him at least at least another round. You know, four rounds. I, I if he's if still doing bad, I'd probably kick him after the third. Okay. I mean, if he does bad next week, uh, depends how bad. Um, honestly, I'll accept mid thirties from him. <laughs> I, I reckon he. I reckon he'll go forties. Well, he's up against for feeder, isn't he? So he's, it's a little bit of a. Oh, he had ten he, missed tackles. Could he's be on that, He's on that side too, isn't he? <laughs> but um, who knows? I mean. I think I'll be keeping him, uh, but yeah, with with players like that, yeah. I think um, you got to give him some time, especially okay. at the beginning of the season. Is he um, in your team? He's in my team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got him. I've got him looped with Crichton, uh, and um, who else am I looping? I've got to ask you this. Yeah, I kind of got a little bit because I don't like looping. Looping right. is actually banned in our draft. <laughs> is it actually? We banned it because there were so many drafting. Was, looping was, is a lot. It looks better, isn't it? Fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah. The top and the bottom got so like the top is me. Like traditionally, in the last three years, the top has been so me, Andy, and Corby have been with also Ryan, who's Corby's cousin. Yeah, and that has been the top four for the last three years. I think it is. I've been top two. I think Adam. I think, the last seven I think years. Adam <laughs> might have come in as well one of the years, and Adam's usually around that fifth. And he had, the, when he had uh, Tommy Turbo on the bench. Yeah. So there is this little group at the bottom that are not as good, but they are now because they'll all be listening to the podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> and now this is the most competitive That's good. first round yeah. that we've ever had. And the draft was quite good, and you can tell that they've been listening because some of them, they'll do it and smile at you. All right, yeah. <laughs> like oh. they know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but so we banned looping because the back end of last year, the looping got out of control where it was actually – Deciding games, right? That's crazy. Yeah, it's so easy to loop and draft. You just sub a player out and you get them back in. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So, what's your kind of approach uh, for draft? Not many people do in our draft league. I don't think. I think the you, got majority, moral, you got morals, mate. Majority <laughs> yeah. of them don't know about it, so I'm happy to just you know not do it. Um, but if you needed to, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, when they listen to this, they'll be like, "Oh, you can draft and you can loop and draft." They didn't know that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, looping. I mean, I think it's a, it's a it's a definite tactic you need to know if you want to succeed in actual fantasy. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, we're back and we're joined live from Newcastle. Corby, hello, mate. Jeez, he's got a good life, isn't he? <laughs> Hello, uh, guys. No, not a good life. I had to put the kids to bed, so I'm a bit late. So his his youngest Sammy's been playing up, and we've renamed him Sammy Asiata after last <laughs> week. Just carrying on. There we go. Because <laughs> he's in, instantly uh, yeah, good. good to he's fine a, this week, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, instantly good to go. Good to have a fellow champion on. It's it's good to oh. have a bit of um, fellow pedigree on my, the show. <laughs> to the my pleasure, jumps. mate. <laughs> Colby, why don't you far away? Because you missed out the first half here. Oh no, he's, he's in. Oh, here we go. He's back. You're just lagging a bit, Jump mate. Straight into what resources um, are used for to get your team so successful? Yep. Uh, so you know, f- when I first started getting back into fantasy, you know, you always look up online, you know, fantasy strategies, and you find you find a lot of Facebook pages, okay. a lot of Facebook groups. So I am part of a lot of Facebook groups, which uh, you know post kind of daily updates yeah. on players. I know um, you know there's the NRL Fantasy Talk, which you post in. Yep. There's your page, which also posts updates. The NRL Fantasy Lounge, that's good, which yeah, I'm a yeah. pa- part of. Um, who else? Is, there's all these other ones like Amateur Fantasies yep. is the new one. Um, so I love getting checking my Facebook feed in the morning, and just yeah. going through the notifications and just reading this stuff. Is it you know, sent to notifications? Just oh, it gets sent to the notifications. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I read through it, and you know. It, Take a lot of a grain of salt because you know these are people's opinions, of course. Um, but apart from that, uh, podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts, including yours. Um, you read all the uh, fantasy news on the NRL site. You know, you go to the news, pick the uh, fantasy um, drop down, and you read all those. Uh, they have a good podcast too, um, yeah. with, um, Kennedy. Um, yep. Apart from that, uh, pretty much 
that, that's probably all, all there is. You know, whatever I can get my hands on, I'll, I'll, I'll read it. Also, uh, one of my favorites, uh, in a roll 360 on KO. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I love watching. Ben, I've, I've got to ask you, I've got to ask you this. Yep. In terms of fantasy, how much does it occupy your mind during a day? Ah, uh, if 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 there's a last year, yeah, I'll create my whole week, my mind. I mean, got, um, being at the top, you're, you're always thinking about it. But um, honestly, when it gets to that end of the week, it's kind of like, okay, the games are starting. Yeah. You now got these players playing, and they need to do good. It's it's always on your mind, especially when you're when you're gunning for a top position. Is there a conversation with the misses about planning the weekend around <laughs> the games? Well, now, well, now I've got her doing a fantasy team. So uh, she's invested. Uh, she's a little bit invested. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's starting to learn how to uh, how the game works and stuff like that. But um, yes, I do like to watch the footy with the mates, and uh, I do have to plan it. But I see it throughout the week. Just have a date oh. night locked uh, in. Exactly. Yeah. Can, I, can I get your partner's number and can she talk to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same here. You're yeah. in a group chat together, is doing a whole draft league. You've got to get a get a creating a fantasy uh, team, and then from there go from there. Oh, Josh, Corbs, you missed my idea about – so we might have a live show that's like a Dally M Awards just for fantasy coaches and have like a black tie event that we can pretend that we are interested in what the partners really think, but <laughs> we're not. It's like another night for the boys. Your missus is not going to be listening to this. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you never know. She <laughs> maybe, like, maybe. She's she trying might. to get the insight. She no. might. But, no, actually, I'll take that back. We're going to reward all the ladies for their good hard work. Yeah, 100%. Hard meals. They Put, deserve it. Putting up with all of us during the whole whole weekends. Yeah. Do you think Lucy will be up for a Dally M, a Black Tie Awards situation, mate? No chance at all. <laughs> I like it. We'll work on it. Yeah. You know, you know what I love about when you're out um, and the footy's on or you're out on dinner or something and you're always checking your phone, just checking yeah, your phone yeah, to the yeah. updates. Oh, what are you looking at? <laughs> oh, you know, just fantasy, just fantasy. Did you notice how bad it was in round one, boys? Oh. It was 10 minutes behind. It was yeah. ridiculous. Oh, man, the stats, yeah. It was terrible. Just keep refreshing it, closing the app. And the recalcs happened from, from the Thursday game happened on the Monday. It's yeah. like, oh, shit. This yeah. is, hopefully it's not the norm. Question, Benny, yep. when you're playing draft, we've yes. got this idiotic thing on the Monday, right? Because it does you don't know when it's going to open. Right. And we've got people hitting refresh on their PCs. Oh, we've, got, we've got the- Is that um, like competitive that way? On yeah, our one, order. we've got the order. Yep. So if yeah. you're coming first, you get the last pick. And Is that um, something you recommend for people? Sucks for me because I'm usually at the top, but uh, <laughs> I do. Oh, bragger. <laughs> uh, I do. How good is this bloke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, I do recommend it. I mean, you need a, otherwise I would be up. I would be waking up and refreshing it okay. and well, trying I, to pick up the good players. We had we flirted with that idea, and I'm thinking about. We think we just got to bring it in because like it. it's yeah. it just creates your Monday's not sort of just focus on that. You ha, you know when you're trading, so I think we got to try it next year. It like, does yeah. does give the people down at the bottom of the ladder get a bit of a chance. Yeah. You know? Do you have an? We have an AGM. Do you have an AGM? What's that? It's know. like an annual general meeting. <laughs> oh, right. To discuss issues. Ah, uh, no. I think. Oh, these usually get discussed. You know, if someone's having a problem, someone will ask in the chat, and then then there'll be a bit of bit of discussion. But uh, no meetings. Could okay. could suggest that one. Huh? Well, it's been seven years now, isn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, We've got a commissioner. Wow, like, That's... A, pr- a private commissioner. He, he, he takes the decisions on final like arguments. So it's great. So. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Corby, you want to jump in for a few more questions, mate? Uh, yeah, do you another one that we've got down here? Uh, ranking each player prior to a season. What's your strategy in that one? Yeah, so when, when I'm putting my team together, you know, you kind of depends what type of team you want to go for. Um, you know, this year with the with the outside backs, you know, um, I was in draft. 
we're talking about draft. Um, I always want to go for um, attacking players. Okay. People can st- score big because um, I think that's that's the way this year's going. So big scoring players is what I went for uh, to start off. And um, from there, it's just kind of you want to look at, I know that this year, um, the positions where there weren't, there wasn't too much, um, too many people in it. So the edge roll, there weren't many, too yeah. many um, guns in that. So, you know, I want to fill up that first and kind of leave the um, the backs or the hooker um, role. I think I left that to like one of my last picks. I was the last person to choose a hooker just because there's so much, yeah. so much selection there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and plus there were so many halves to choose from. So I kind of left that a bit. So you want to look at the positions. I know draft's finished now for the year, but look at the positions where there isn't many people to choose from and then go yep. after them first. That's my strategy as well. Yep. He selected Crichton, actually, Corby, as his number one pick ahead I of did. Cleary. I, I did. think he's lagged again. Oh. I might change yeah. the actual. Into, you guys keep talking. Yep. Great. You take one in. Yeah, right on. Oh, no. I'm on bloody interview <laughs> again. There <Yeah>. we go. <laughs> Plenty of questions come. Well, we did have – I'll get on to one audience question that I wanted to know. Was, um, basically, do you look at – do you watch more like all the footy games, or do you sort of more go towards stats? I I do watch. I watch every game I can. Okay. Or, or you know, if I have time, I watch the replay on KO or something like that. Um, because you need you need to watch the game to to see a player. Looking going off the stats is important. You know, if you're looking at a player, look at the stats. But it doesn't always tell you um uh, how good they're going to go. I mean, what they call it, the eye test. Yeah. Okay. The eye test is pretty big. You need to see that they're actually you know not lazy on the field. Like if he scored low, he scored low for. A reason, yeah, not, exactly. Not, just, not effort, exactly. Yeah, you want to you want to see them putting in an effort, or you know, not just one big play which gave them points, something like that. You know, and also I love love looking at players who um, you know, just touch other players, you yeah, know, or like crab walk <laughs> or something like that. You know, seeing people, players like that, I love having them in my team. Well, did you hear the the recent article about DCE uh, playing super coach back in the day? Oh, and, I heard about that. Oh, that not was himself. so yeah. shocking. Yeah, and. So it's, it's, that's crazy how some players will, you know, not do something on purpose. Did I mean, not think it was legal, but honestly, yeah, like to get your numbers up, surely it's not. I, I mean, reckon Paul Gallon, Paul Gallon would have oh, done it for sure. Yeah. You'd always come back second half, and he's doing the old touching yeah. or hey. the last person in the tackle. Yeah, that's crazy about that. Hey, man, Corby, oh, just, that makes sense. Corby, I've just changed the internet over. Let's see if you're still lagging. Can you hear us a little bit better, bud? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. You talk for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, just sort of say test. something. The internet's oh, terrible no, here today. Going. I'm not sure what to say. I'll ask another question. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be the weather. Yeah, maybe. Is moving, that or am I going an NBN thing? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, go for it, Corbs. All right. Um, players that are always huge avoids. Has anyone burnt you in the past? <laughs> oh, no, no. I got I got hurt with this one early on. Round one, Ferguson hurt Ferguson? me last year, oh, and. Yeah. Straight away, he's bounced back with a pretty decent score, and he's bold like he. Is. Any is there any is there any players that you have burnt you in the past, and it does heart come into it? Like <laughs> uh, honestly, the, that was a reason I didn't go for Lomax last year. This guy's he'd burnt me in the past. Yeah, okay. Um, and I just just didn't like him. Um, so I, I was I was pretty definite on not choosing him, even though he was doing well. I probably should have you know put my hatred aside. I was like, oh, I hate him. You know. Uh, <laughs> But players have been burnt. I mean, even though I haven't been my team this year, I mean, the amount of times I've been burnt by Latrell, God. But I still keep picking him. Um, who else have I been burnt by? I mean, there's not many, too many people who have burnt me a lot of times for me to have a hatred towards them. But there are some players which <laughs> I'll, I'll always stay away from just because, like, even though they're good fantasy players, they just score terribly. 
on the back of that question, I guess there's the opposite. Are there any players where he's like, there is no way I could not have this guy? I am, Ever since he's first played a couple of years ago, I, I always love Pappenhausen. I, I picked him <laughs> yeah, in my he's team. He's seen talent. He's seen talent. I, I love him. He's electric. He's so fun to watch. I got him. It was like in my team, uh, my first team last year, even though he wasn't doing too good throughout the season, yeah. I just thought, you know, he just looks so good when he runs. Um, I think I'll always have him in my team. He's just lovely to watch. Uh, and uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, I think he's my favorite player. To follow up on that, Ben, yep. this bloke to my right, ben, Andy, yep. he falls in love with players, <laughs> overrates his draft players. Right, yeah. Do you have a same sort of – do you fall in love with players? Yes, yes, I'll definitely do it. If they're, if they're, if they're good value – and, um, you know, <laughs> he falls in love with the value. If, if they're cheap and they're giving me good points, I'll definitely fall in love with them. And just uh, honestly, it's hard looking at fantasy and then going back to draft. So I think um, you know you look at the draft players and you don't really look at them at their what their um, the points they're valued at. You kind of have that fantasy notion of value. Yeah. You know, yeah. even though they're priced at eight hundred, you might look at someone else because you you want them in the fan actual fantasy team. Mm. So yeah, um, but yeah, I do fall in love with some players, especially if they're if they're just making your team go up and up and up. <laughs> well, speaking of love with fallen love with players, I had Cam Murray the, one of his first times he played for Abydos, and he was off, coming off the bench. So I just had him in my reserve team. I didn't actually put him in my starting thirteen. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know. I get this call from TK, and I answer the phone. It's Cameron Murray, and oh, he's like, no "Hey, Andy, I go, hi, who's this here? It's, oh, it's Cam Murray." I was like, "Oh." Oh, wow. How are you going? He goes, I heard you're not putting me in your starting 13. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, balls. Yeah. I go, nah, look, mate, if you don't make the money starting 13, you don't make mine. Yeah. <laughs> Did you come balls out and kill up. it? So that's why his form's so good these oh. days. It's all because of me. Yeah. No, you Murray, love you. It was his rookie year. So he came in and he did a podcast. Yeah. And we we're just hanging out after. And I just, Andy again, was being very lippy that year. <laughs> and he was just. I think because Cam was killing it, right? Because they had injuries. It was Sam Burgess, I think, might have went yeah. down. So he got plenty of minutes. So he went from like a 55 minute to back on the bench 30 minutes. So then he was only cracking like 32, 33. Right. Yep. Yep. As yep. you can expect for a rookie. Yeah. So then Andy's just absolutely blasting him <laughs> on the boys' chat, just giving it to him. And then one day, in a good got way, him, got him the call. But yeah, Cam Murray's definitely proven his value. Ever for since. Not, someone doesn't really talk to stars. It was a bit starstruck. That's amazing. Like, yeah. oh, he's, a, he's a gun player. Yeah. <laughs> he's very good. All right, boys, we're going to rip into audience questions. Before we do, just a big shout out to everyone that's left the question. So I just want to read a few names out just to give you a bit of credit. So Angus Cairns, Rich Martin, Ashley Clemens, Rowan Smith, Jacob Russell, Alessandro Tillacoca. William Fielding, Nathan Thompson, Judd Baker, Greg Johnson, Patch Walter, Tom Otter, Neb White, and John McDonald. Now, we've got a, quite a few. Now, Corbs, have you got the audience questions in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Why don't you ask the first one, two, three, four, five, six, and then Andy will ask the last six. So you'll go to how to manage life outside the pressures. Done. Right, the first one we've got. How much footy do you actually watch? Uh, are you more into the numbers or both? I think you sort of just touched on. Yeah, this I think one. we did. Yeah. And what positions are, what positions are priorities? Uh, what are the main big risks that have paid off and failed? Yeah. So I, I do. I do watch footy whenever I can. I mean, you know, unless I have something on like a party or I have to go out for drinks or dinner, I always watch the footy. Um, or and even then, I'll watch the replays. Um, but uh. What was the second part of that question, Corbs? Uh, positions uh, are priorities. Positions oh, yeah. are priorities. Yeah. So you, you got to look at, I mean, how much 
how many um, people are in the position and how much value there is um, at the start of the season. I mean, if you look at the halves, um, there's so many players there who um, uh, you can choose from. So, I mean, this year with the new rules, I thought I'd target the outside backs. I mean, and the fullbacks. Um, and, I mean, if you look around one stats, a lot of the fullbacks have got big numbers. And I think that's that's a good a good way to start it. I mean, you've got to look at uh, how, the se- or how you think the season's going to start off. And I think this year, a lot of attacking fullbacks will get a lot of points. So that's that's how I targeted my first first starting team. Yeah, nice. Um, the next question we've got, uh, what's the best way to separate yourself from the pack? Do you need to jump on the pods early? Uh, you do You do need to jump on pods early. In saying that, that's that's definitely harder than it sounds. I mean, identifying a pod is uh, is almost impossible. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone else will identify it. But um, taking risks, uh, I do like to leave until around, you know, maybe rounds five to ten. Because in the first first five rounds of the, of your, of the season, you kind of want to just make sure you have some cash cows going. Yeah. And all the cash cows after round one kind of become a bit more... Um, you know, prominent, you know, you'll see the players that will fail or the ones that are gaining value. You, know, you look at their break-evens and you see how many minutes they're getting and you know who are going to make money. But then after that, you know, rounds five to ten, um, that's when you start um, making some moves because you've got some money to play with. Yeah, Yeah. right. Very good. I might, might have to change a few things. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, your strategy when it comes to trades, do two trades each round at the back end of the season, do you try and hold on early knowing that they're going to become important? Because, I mean, last season, they were they become very precious. And I think just going off first round, it could become uh, the same sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Last last year, trades were a premium, weren't they? I, when, I, when we got those two bonus trades in the uh, mid-season, I, I was laughing, I think. They really helped me. But, um, yeah, uh, everyone knows, everyone's been burned, I reckon, by not having trades at the end of the season or, like, leaving a team with about 300K and not being able to spend it at the end of the season. Um, but uh, that's why, yeah, don't burn any trades at the beginning. Like, um, if give a player, give a player at least at least three weeks or, you know, if he if he looks like he's had a bad game but um, nothing's changed the bench or and you think um, back to why you got him, you know, odds are he'll, he'll come and have a recovery game. So um, definitely saving trades at the beginning of the season um, and then, you know, Planning for the buy rounds, I think, is huge. Mm. I think we should talk about that maybe yeah. a bit later. Um, yep. I think it's one of the but, um, questions on the actual sheet. So oh, it's yeah, sweet. Covered. Yeah, um, saving yeah. some trades awesome. for the buy rounds. And then, um, yeah, towards the end, yeah. I mean, maybe not using two every week at the end, but um, just kind of plan, you know, at the middle of the season, you kind of know where your team's at and you can kind of map out who you need to trade out and who you want to trade in. You know, if you want to spend a bit of time on fantasy, you can kind of do that. Um, but, uh, yeah. At the beginning of the season, you don't want to be using a lot of trades at all. Yeah. Thank you all for coming on today, Benny. Thanks, oh, <laughs> Anya. It's, it's a pleasure. I, I love, love chatting me so massively. The yeah. mental health of people, like some of the messages I've got over the weekend, this is going to help so much because there was people saying outrageous things. <laughs> Do not panic. Do not panic. <laughs> yes. Yes. And round one. A guy that's finished in the top five, a champ, you know, a champion in, like, just look at what he's saying. Like, yeah. It's only was, round one, boys. Don't worry about it. Bob's <laughs> continue, my man. Alrighty. Um, how many hookers do you look to run on your bench? Because this this was another big one leading into round one. There was sometimes four hookers on the bench. Yeah, uh, I know Watson had that duel with the mid, but yeah, what what was your strategy on this one? Yeah, looking looking at this year, I mean, there were, there were quite a few um, hookers who looked to have potential. I mean, you had Turpin, you had Brayley, you had um, Watson, and also um, to, um, Little. 
yeah. or who could have honestly started more than they all did well last last week. Um, but um, this year, I kind of wanted to stay away from hookers only because, I mean, if you look at the way things are going, a lot of teams are putting that utility on the bench. And I reckon um, let's talk about um, uh, with the Broncos, with Turpin and someone relieving him um, later on in the season, either Pakes or um, uh, Isaac Luke coming back onto the bench. Um, so I didn't really want to start with too many hookers due to that reason, just because like the way things are going, um, it seems that they're not going to be playing 80. And if you want, you know, a hooker, you, unless they're a gun like cookie, who can, you know, make some runs or something like that, they're just going to be tackle bots usually, um, which in the past has worked great for fantasy, but the way the game's changing, it looks like you want those, um, you want players who are looking at attacking and stuff like that, which is why I only started with, um, uh, Brayley and Little, because I think they had value as for my hookers, as well as Watson, but uh, I had them in my um in my mid range. Um, but yeah, so I started two hookers this season. Um, it just depends on what you think the season's going to go for, I guess. Yeah. Starting with a lot of hookers is is, is a decent move. It definitely is. Um, there's definitely a lot of value hookers out there. There sure is. <laughs> um, righto. Do you cover each position on the bench? Because oh, this one sort of works well just coming after that question because. A few people weren't, well, yeah, went with just all the value and then, yeah, probably didn't cover each position on the bench. What's your strategy on this one? It's definitely a risky thing not to have, um, you know, um, cover for your positions. Starting off the season, you should definitely um, have cover. Um, I, I, at the moment, have Avrilo as my centre cover. Didn't do too well, but um, honestly, I don't need him to do too well at the moment unless one of my centres goes down. Um, he's just on the emergencies. Um, so he's my centre and half cover. Um, I did have Croker as my other half cover, but um, he's not looking too good. Um, but yeah, definitely have cover unless unless you're going into the back end of the season where you need to take risks about not having cover, um, where you can just like trade out the cover for some cash or whatever if you need to, because um, you need to climb the ranks. Um, if you if you if you're you know if you need to take a risk for that, then definitely go for it. But always have cover. I mean, if you need to use a trade on someone who's only out for a week, that's just mm. that's just terrible. It'll, it'll kill your team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy, you take over from there. <laughs> yep. So basically, how do you manage life after being such a successful fantasy coach? <laughs> I, I saw this question. I was like, oh, how do I manage my life? It's, yeah, it's weird because when fantasy comes around, uh, you know, it, it really does take a lot of my, uh, my time up. You know, I'll be reading. I'll wake up in the morning, you know, read through some articles or something like yeah. that. Uh, and I, I, mean, I enjoy it, of course. It's not really a, a, a chore or anything. Um have you got a Twitter? Like, huh? Have you got a Twitter? Oh, I do have an account just to follow all the other NRA. <laughs> is it mark number three from two? I know a lot of in the Supercoach. Yeah. It's like a big thing that you mark that you won or you can't second. I know. I haven't marked it. I think people should really? follow. Oh, and then yeah. you can give a few. Maybe I should, yeah. Some tweets during the week. Yeah. That should be good. That'll be good. Gain a following? Maybe I will. Yeah. No, I follow. <laughs> do you have your handle? What's your handle? Uh, we'll uh, oh, what is my handle? It's... If you don't mind it going public, huh? that is. Oh. We can put it on the on the on the Twitter yeah, later. I'll, I'll probably... tell you. Yeah, I don't I don't tweet much, but um, maybe I, maybe I should start tweeting. <laughs> I think yeah. it'll be great. <laughs> Gain think, a following. I think people would actually appreciate your thoughts. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I, I follow all the all the you know reports. You know the mole. Um. Mm. You know wackos whispers. You know it's good to have all these people the information there. You know just you know if you're on your phone just to check Twitter. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean. If, I think I brought it up before, but just um, last season with Bradman Best being ruled like 20 minutes before a game, he's coming in. Yep. You know, to make that trade was, was huge. You know, you want to you want to be on on top of things, but you know, um, in in saying that, um, 
I do like to spend my weekend around footy. You know, it's around, you, yeah. know, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, Sunday night games. I'll be always on my phone looking at fantasy. And then maybe Monday I'll take off. <laughs> then team list Tuesday comes around. You know, I'll look, read the news, look at the, um, you know, listen to the podcast, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's it's a definitely a second job. So you would have had a hell of a mad Monday last year then? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, next question. Uh, when you have a hunch that someone's going to have a big year, how do you qualify that everyone else is laughing at you or thinking that you have an actually valid option? Well, that's, that's funny. Um, so uh, me and my mate made a bet actually um, before the game started on Thursday night um, and I said, oh, Latrell, um, Latrell's going to have a big year. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to all these people say, you know, you've listened to Cookie and Benji um, saying, oh, he's looking really good at training, stuff yeah. like that. I was like, I was like, I'll make you a bet, mate. Uh, he averages 50 um, by, by around 10. He's like, no way, no way. Uh, so we have the bet. Wow. The bet's there, and he's looking good so far. He is. So um, that's, yeah, I mean, if you hear little things like that or if you, um, like, it kind of gets, gets in your head a bit. It's yeah. like, oh, you know what? I might take a take a take a chance in it. And Latrell, the thing about like about Latrell is, um, his palm loves the palm yeah. off of people. You know, the crab walks, crab walks up, crab walks are, are gold for fantasy coaches. Um, and I just thought, you know, the, the money team, the way it looks, he's gonna just get get good stuff. So, and but a lot of people were off off Latrell at the yeah. beginning of the season because last year he's been shown to come in and out of games, stuff like that, which yeah. he definitely might do this 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 year. Um, you know, it's a bit of a gamble, um, but um. Yeah, if if I like the look of a player, um, it's usually it's usually backed up with a, a bit of a bit of an argument, you know, some sort of facts, oh, yeah, someone. some sort of facts or something I've seen, you know, yeah, no gut feels, <laughs> oh, a few gut, a few gut, a, a few gut feels, a few yeah. gut feels um, you know, you go to sometimes, even though it's burnt me in the past, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so your captains, uh, are you more of a pick and stick man, or are you looking at their opposition, or what's the go with your captains? So yeah, I, I definitely want to pick and stick usually. Um, so last year, I mean, Haas was pretty much my captain all year round. Yep. Um, I've been burned in the past with switching captains, as as most people do, or when like when Teddy's versing an easy team, you put it on Teddy, but then he you know <laughs> he doesn't do anything and he scores what 30, 40 points. You're like, ah, oh, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> that Dragons game last year when he ran decoys, just yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yeah, a lot of people had him captain then, but then once you have one of those or a few of those, like no, nah, this just isn't worth it. You know, the risk isn't worth the reward. So I do st- uh, set and forget. Yeah, definitely. But uh, this week, a lot of people who probably Captain Crichton might be switching who don't have Cleary, of course, because Cleary is just set and forget if you have him. Um, would be looking looking to um, choose someone. Um, I reckon. Well, I'll, I'm switching between uh, David Fafita, who okay. will definitely, who's uh, definitely a solid person to captain this week. Um, or you can choose one of your backs, like Tedesco, Latrell, or Pappenhausen, if you think they're going to go big again. But it's always a risk of backs. Yeah. At the moment, I'm just liking the fact that he's naming all these players that I've got on my got team it. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm not interrupting you, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Corbett, did you saw say something? Yeah, he was sticking no, his No, I was up. just referring to um, Cleary because I don't think he's in your team, Andy. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's definitely he's not. He's not in Benny's team either. He's not in my team either, unfortunately. Uh, but um, Well, that doesn't make me feel yeah. any more <laughs> I mean, I was definitely, definitely a mistake not to start with him, but, um, you know, who knows what he gets next week. I thought he'd average 70, and I thought there was better value, yeah, value elsewhere. I think we all did. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep going. Yeah, so are there any players who are a definite uh, put into your team after round one? Uh, I mean, no one's definite that I don't have a ready kind of thing. I mean, some, some players who I probably would if I didn't have him in my team. I mean, you, you'd want, um, I think you'd want, um, maybe some people, I might mention some people that uh, aren't really popular. 
Fumi Uno. Yep. I quite like him. Yep. A lot of people don't have him. And oh. I think that what he's priced at and his dual position and, um, you know, he's got that uh, it's lock roll um, starting. So um, I think he's a great person if you don't have him, yep. um, especially um, with Crichton out now. You might need cover. Um, he's definitely a pickup. Um, or if you want to trade Croker to someone, you know. Um, but there's not weren't really other, any other ones that I stood up cheapies. I mean, everyone probably has Laurie in their team. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, definitely get him in. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anyone else just at this stage. A lot of a lot of mid rangers who went really well, but at this kind of stage in the um in the thing, you can't really afford them. You can't really afford those big guns, even though they've got really big scores. Otherwise, uh, it kind of ruins your team. The value is yeah. elsewhere, I guess. Yeah, the value is elsewhere. I mean, you got a lot of people who are on low value, such as Lanou on the Panthers. Yep. You know. He's definitely might be a pickup. Um, Davey's coming back this week for Manly. He's yeah. definitely an option. Um, I'm thinking about him. Um, and there are a few other um, people. You can just look at their scores. You know, they've got those mid forties or around forty. Yeah. who are at that kind of cheap price as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think you touched on it earlier, but he didn't really give a, um, a number. But uh, with panic trading or just trading, how yep. many how many weeks do you give a person before you just like that's it? Give them the flick. Uh, it, it comes. I think a lot of things you got to look at. You got to look at its break even and how much money he stands to lose. Mm. And you got to look at um, you know um, what you think he's going to be at. I mean, um, if you look at Ricky, we'll give Ricky an example. Yeah. Um, didn't do well last week. Um, everyone kind of thought he would average maybe mid forties. Mm. And um, if he didn't have the mi- mi- the missed tackles, he would have. But um, there's definitely some missed tackles in his game. Um, but he was versing um a team who um kind of just towards the end there just kind of went through them. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone saw what he could do in the, um, the All-Stars. The All-Stars uh, and I think he's a quality player who is meant to be the next David Fafita for the Broncos. I mean, you got to give him at least, I think, three weeks. If I'm going to put a number at three weeks, I know you said you like to do four, but uh, <laughs> I reckon if I put a number at three weeks, you know, um, if there's three bad scores, that's, that's probably out for me kind of thing. He's already losing some money. I mean, he's a cash cow um, you know, at that low price. Um, if he's not going to get a low break even and make some money for the next rounds to come yeah. or be a keeper, then you, you need to get rid of him or, and like get someone who's going to make money. Yeah, Ben's got pedigree, guys, so listen to Ben, not me. <laughs> Three weeks, cut him. Um, so basically balancing between your cash generation and points early round. So it's a very tough one to sort of which one do you go for. Yep, so always always what you want on your – I mean, you look, look at your emergencies. You want to have cover for all your positions on your bench. Mm. That's that's just your what I like to do. You definitely want cover. Yep. Other than that, all your emergencies should be cash cows or cover cash cows, mm. people who are yep. valued lower when they are and they'll make money. Um, then you, you want to look um, – you can't always afford um, good people for your other um, bench players. Yep. Um, but then um, you want people who are going to score well, um, who are cheap or who you can fit in. You definitely want players who are – all, all the players that were scoring to potentially do well kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then your bench is just for cash cows. Yeah. Okay. Emergency. And this is the one we touched on, like, oh, we going to touch on is, uh, so how do you go about buy planning? Do you aim to have a certain number of players from the start of the season or do you trade players closer to the round leading up to the buys? Yeah, it's always in my head, um, origin players. Um, probably probably another reason why I didn't start with Cleary because um, he, he would play the origin. Um but um, if you look at you got to look at the people who have the the buy rounds. So if you look, I think it's buy rounds at rounds fourteen, seventeen, or thirteen, seventeen. I think it's yeah. fourteen, seventeen. Um, so half the teams don't play on the the fourteenth round, and half the teams don't yep. play on the seventeenth round. Yep. What you, what I would look to do um, is have cash cows who played the first round fourteen, 
So you can have them all the way until around 17 mm. and trade them out then or a bit before so that you have a player who's playing in the 17. So when between around 14 and 17, oh. you want to look to get rid of your cash cows who are playing um, around 14 but not playing around 17, yeah. just so you have an extra have an extra player. And you can kind of um, you know plan for this in the maybe six to eight rounds beforehand. You know you get those players in who are looking to be cash cows uh, who play that round 14, yeah, yeah. and then get look to for them to get value and then get rid of them right before round 17. Um, someone who plays around 17. Yeah. So you want to save up trades that so that through the whole, um, or in my opinion, that through the whole um, buy rounds around there is that you're making trades in and out. Um, all those players who you've bought and have made money yep. um, to get players who play each round, basically. Would, would you pick anyone up that only plays during that period? You know how sometimes we see because of origin, especially plays in Melbourne, yep. they might just Rest, just say money, money months. Put though, Nico just, Hines in there, yeah, something like that. He yeah. you know that he's only going to get seven weeks. Do you take a chance on that? Uh yeah, I would. I would if he's if the, if the value is there and yeah. he's going to get the game time and um you know is a good price and I can if I need to cash someone out then I, if the opportunity is there I definitely do that. Yeah, I do like yeah. doing. That. I think I've done that in the past too. Yeah. Did you do it with Hoy to start this year? I did not do Hoy. Okay. No, I didn't. Didn't really like. Didn't really like it. If they had the kicking, it was a bit. Yeah. Um, Bit more of well, an option, Barnett but um, had six goals last week. That's 12, yeah. 12 points, pretty much. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But I mean, I just I didn't I didn't like the whole rumors that Caelan Hong might be back around. Yeah. You know, all, all that just the uncertainty. Um, so yeah, I didn't end up jumping on him. All right, any how many we got to left? Oh, I'll see these ones here. Do you um, understand my writing? Yeah, yeah, well, good. It is pretty bad. <laughs> so how long do you hold on to cash cows for? Is it so if they're increasing by? 20 grand and then they start dropping off like when do you give them the flick so yeah you got, i mean you gotta look at their break evens you know, so you can go to footystatistics.com i think most yep. people use um yep. so you go there and um you look at the scores they've been getting and um uh what their break even is if they're gonna beat their break even by you know 10 points they're still gonna be making what our money in the tens of thousands yep. so you keep them unless you need unless you see better value Elsewhere, kind of yeah, thing. Okay. It's always that um thing. I think everyone says you know trades worth about you know one hundred and fifty to one hundred thousand dollars. So you want to keep your cash cow to make that much amount of money, um first before you trade him out, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And this one's probably uh, one that I would like to know your thoughts on, and probably a fair few other people. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. So if if a gun is out short term, say one or two weeks. Like a Crichton, this one. Yeah. Um. Would Would you be more wise to trade him out and make some quick cash somewhere else? So you're not wasting eight hundred fifty grand on the bench, or just put him on the bench and sort of let him go and put another mid in and sacrifice those points. Yeah. That one. One One to two weeks. I reckon you'd be silly to trade him out. So definitely don't trade out Crichton this week. I mean, back back after a week, you know. Um. I reckon once you get into the the four or five time of weeks, or maybe, I think maybe five might be at at where I'd trade someone out. Yep. Because um, then you can get someone. I mean, it's just, that's just too much money on the bench. Um, You're losing who, yeah, it, I mean, that's what if you put one of your bench players up, that's about what 30, 20, 30 points per week you'd be losing out, I yeah, think. Yeah, okay. So uh, over five rounds, that's just a lot of points. And you, yeah, that's you, just you yeah. left behind. So, yeah, I reckon that's worth the trade, in my, in my opinion. Okay, nice. Now, that's the end of the audience questions. Thank you, everyone Lovely. that has participated and sent one in. I do apologize if I did missed anyone's names. I tried to scroll right across <laughs> all the different pages, and I do apologize, but thank you so much for sending it through. Corbs, before we wrap it up with Punters Club, is there anything else that you want to ask, Ben? No, I've got to go back and listen to the first part, and, um, yeah, really got to change a few things in my team, I think. <laughs> 
There is a reversal yeah, button that we I did find yesterday. So there is a reverse button if you've done anything silly right now, Corbs. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've held off. I've got a few notes written down, but I always I'm I'm one that needs to last minute make my trade. I need every little piece of information. Mm. I could get that bit of information five seconds before kickoff that my trades don't go through right until the very end. Yeah, that's fair. All right, boys, we'll rip into punters club. So, Benny, have you got a, a multi? Do you want to quickly do one while we oh, spit yeah. hours? Or I can, alternatively, I can let you do the tips for the week. Tips the week? Uh, I'll give me the tips first. Let's see. Okay. What have we got? Yep. Well, <laughs> Money time, boys. Actually, <laughs> before we bring you in, Ben, because you're already the champ. Yep. Corby, you had a nice little win last week. Do you want to tell everyone about it? Round of applause. Yeah. Right, hold on. I've got a clap. Uh, again. Oh, that one was definitely better. Just carrying the pod in this apartment. Uh, Your show yeah, was like I, snakes. I the, well, old mate at the gym, I've got to thank him. He told me about the stat that Storm have never lost a round one game under Bellamy. So that, that was the first leg. I think Raiders, up at Raiders, Tigers had that big win and that inflated their odds and I took the line at minus nine and a half thinking Raiders were going to win comfortably and a little bit worried first half, but they come home quite strongly and Toto over on that left edge, any time try scorer and bundled those three legs for a cheeky $7.70. That's nice. Uh, so that was, yeah, that was a good start for the uh, the punters All right, well, segment. why don't you kick us off with your... Now, I don't think anyone's going to be listening to me or Andy, so you may as well go. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've chucked two anytime try scorers in this week. I've went Jackson Paulo okay. back into the team. Uh, I know they are very dominant left edge, but Manly are just weak both sides. And I think uh, Paulo, he'll get a, he's, he's one of those guys that is um, very good at finding the line. I've went Stephen Crichton. I just think there's plenty of points down that left edge. And they're also, um, yeah, I, I just think he's going to get over. He, he was unlucky not to get over a couple of times last week if you could hold on to it. And then it also went Melbourne. I think they're minus six and a half line against Parramatta. I've also chucked them in. So that bundles up to a nice $9.44. Ooh, that's not bad. That's nice. Oh. Something we've got to say last week: gamble responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if it's official, but yeah, please do. <laughs> Andy, so this is very, very. I, don't, I have not talked to Corey about this. This is very similar. A couple of little things differently. So I've gone Brian Toto first. Oh, not first. Anytime try scorer. What's he paying this week? Dollar uh, sixty-five. Very light. Yeah, he'll score twenty tries this year. Yeah, hopefully off Crichton as well. So Crichton and Toto. So he both. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also gone Jackson Paulo coming back in. He wants to nail that spot with uh, Mansory out. Okay. And I've gone Melbourne as well. <laughs> but, but Melbourne won the twelve. I think Parramatta will put up more of a fire than people think. What's your one, Payne? Uh, that is a nice and respectable $8.40. That's pretty good, man. I like that. All right, boys. My one, uh, AJ Brimson, anytime triumph scorer. And he's in my fantasy team, so I'm kind of a little bit biased. But at the same time, he was heating up at the end of the last week. I thought his confidence really came back in that second half. So expecting something better, especially back on his home track. New Zealand Warriors head-to-head, $1.95. I think that's the special of the week. They've got a great record up in Gosford. And no, they love being there in Terrigal as well. Just a little bit of stats. Venue, Warriors 7 from 11. Knights only 7 from 17. Nice to have the best record down at, at Gosford, down the M, what do they call it now? Corpse, F1? M1. 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 
Yeah, and then anytime Latrell Mitchell, and I just feel he was he was carving up last week, creating plenty of opportunities for his fellow teammates. But I think this week he'll carve up the Eagles. So the three legs together, that's twelve dollars nineteen. All right, oh, Benny. Some good ones. Yep, uh, I do like that uh, Latrell Mitchell anytime at the end. I like it so much that I reckon he's going to get a double this week. Wow, against uh, against a manly team. Can, yes, can you bet on that? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling him up. So. Okay, yeah. cool. So I reckon after hearing, I was going to go Storm one to twelve, uh, same as Andy, but I reckon that that line is a bit better. At six was it six and a half line? What was your six yeah, and a half? Minus six and a half. That's, that's, yeah, minus six and a half, and it's a dollar ninety five. That's not bad. I reckon I'd, I'll take that instead of the one to twelve. I like that too. And um, I think staple thing: Teddy's on fire. Three tries last week. Put in for another anytime try scorer. He must be around the buck. 70, yeah, what is he? 80, have? I reckon, Andy. So, what was the last one you uh, had to remember? Teddy, anytime. Teddy, okay. anytime. Yeah. The troll, two tries. Yeah. And a minus six on Melbourne Storm, please, Andy. Ding, ding, so you, do, you do that, and I'll rip through some <laughs> We'll rip through some tips with the boys. Now, Thursday, first tip is Parramatta Eels versus Melbourne, 805 at Bank West. Benny, you kick us off. Oh, Melbourne has to have this. I mean, they demolished South last week after South being, you know, Tip to beat them. Storm's too good. Yeah. Again. I'm, I'm Melbourne as well. Corby, I'm assuming because you bet you're going to be Melbourne easy. Yeah. I am yeah, currently, wearing a, currently wearing a Paris singlet and I'm picking Melbourne. Melbourne. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Next okay. game, Warriors versus Newcastle, 6 p.m. at Central Coast Stadium. Uh, Benny, what do you got? Yep. Warriors, they look good. Their forward pack is just is strong. It's great. Yep. I like it. I agree. Yeah, same here for Warriors. Corbs. The Nova Cash himself. Oh, he's got a guess. <laughs> We are on fire right now. No, I've got, got a little scoop. We've got some scoopers today. Man, man's out, Phoenix Crossland in. Oh, wow, oh, Crossland's in. Warriors all day then. Hey, just quickly, it was that multi was $29, so almost 30 bucks. There you go. That's oh, some good value. I've got some scoop as well. Ooh. Someone called me today. Are you going to hold it to yourself, are you? No, it's only because <laughs> Tim's got him in his team. So Wacker Blake at scrimmage on Tuesday got injured. They have not announced it, and he's no chance of playing. So, Will Penasini comes in, you reckon? Potentially. Storm Ooh. odds might jump a bit then. He got carried off. Let's yeah. just say that. Right. So Wait, if let's he, get if the, we'll get these hey, on straight hey, away. You say Storm plays. odds goes up, but Wacker Blank is a terrible defender. I guess Storm odds goes down. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. If he plays, I'm, never, I'm not answering the sources phone calls ever again. <laughs> anyway, Titans Brisbane, 805 Seabus Super Stadium. Titans, massive favourites. Benny. Yeah, I go Titans. I mean, I watched the. I actually tipped them over the Warriors last week. Um, I watched their whole series on KO. Oh, I mean, who <laughs> Were you picking it? plays after? Huh? I was oh, picking plays. I was the yeah. Brian Kelly one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Hey. Um. But yeah, they look good. I mean, they've got a click. They have such a good team. I reckon against I get against Broncos. I reckon they can do it. Especially Broncos now have a few injuries. Oh, I think I might go the upset here. I go Broncos. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Look, I think they've got too much to prove. Corbs. Titans. Yeah, I'm going sticking with, sticking with Titans. But John Ricky man of the match. Saturday, <laughs> Bulldogs, Penrith, and that's going to be pretty spiteful, I hope. 3 p.m. at Bank West. Bulldogs, long outsiders, Benny. Oh, Penrith will smash them, surely. How much do you reckon? I reckon it honestly could go 18 plus. It was 42 nil the last round. That's crazy, yeah. And that was when Penrith rested players. So I reckon the be. coach clear would be like, God, if you guys don't put 40 on these guys. Especially with <laughs> on, the spite against um, Barrett. Yeah, yeah for got, sure. He'll be blowing kisses. Corbs. He's, Corby. The line's 16 and a half. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Panthers. Line's 16 and a half. That's not a decent line either. <laughs> That's not a decent line, is it, boys? 
You did. If you're Canterbury, especially after last week, complaining about the penalty count, every penalty you get, even if it's just a waste time, you're kicking for goal. I reckon. Just take two minutes, run down the clock, it off the clock, <laughs> like a rugby game. But next guy, oh, this is going to be interesting. Five thirty at Lotto Land, Manly versus South. Can they do it, mate? No, I think. No, I don't think they can. South will South will smash through them again. See, I respect that, and you've just you know just validated everything you said because you think with your head, not your heart. Oh, you yeah, have to. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, South for this one. Yeah. Corby? South, yeah. Yeah, yes, pretty easy. Agree. This is probably, in terms of the fantasy match, this could easily be the Cowboys versus St. George. Plenty of spice in this one. 7.30 up there in Townsville. But, Benny, you kick us off. Uh, Cowboys for me. I reckon Tamalo's got the big kick up the house now, so I reckon he'll come back and just smash through the forwards. Are you a fan of Todd Payton? Huh? Uh, he seems all right. I don't, like, I don't mind him, yeah. Do you like play, getting... You know, him calling players out. and uh, I mean, he didn't deserve it. Lolo didn't deserve it, I think, because um, you know, they didn't put any points on the, on the board. Yeah. But um, I kind of see why he did it. I mean, Lolo didn't play up to his normal best expectation. Um, I don't mind it. Okay. I reckon they can. I mean, there's definitely respect between him and Tamil Lolo, yeah. not to take it seriously. Andy, go another upset. Yeah, Dragons. Yeah, look, wow. there was no points put on the board at all. I guess it was against Penrith, but nothing. Uh, Dragons at least come back against against Sharks, so they've got some star t- power, and they'll have Norman back. So you might want to um, yeah, have a couple Norman. of games. So brother yeah, Dragons Norman. for me. About your team, have you got any faith? No, I agree with Ben. Cowboys are going to be fired up up there. When yeah, Cowboys are playing Penrith, Dragons are playing Sharks. Cowboys. If if Lola gets the same amount of minutes, yeah, I don't I don't know. Just, it needs to be on the field longer. Yeah, I agree. Now, two games to rip in, Tigers and Roosters, 4 p.m. at Campbelltown Sports Stadium, Benny. Uh, another easy another easy bet, surely, Roosters. Do you have two Manua? Oh, I don't have him. What, what do you think of him? Definitely a good selection. I mean, he did great, and now he'll be getting more minutes with um, Crichton out or something. Um, yeah, great pickup if, if you had him. I mean, I think he was in the 400s now or 500? Yeah, yeah. So just about to hit 500. Just about to hit 500, so yeah. a bit... Maybe I mean if you have space to get him now, might be might be good to jump on. But I think I couldn't get him in my team now. Yeah, you have to move too much new stuff around. But definitely a great great pick. Yep, I agree. Andy, in that uh, roosters for this one. Roosters, I've got roosters. I think Tigers might push them though. Corbs, yeah, roosters and big Stefano to show what he's made of. Yeah. Have you got Stefano? <laughs> yep, yep. That's yeah, how, I mean the, the bench they have now. Well, isn't that there's there's a, that James Robinson injury at training now? Today, and that was that was a bit of the news. Yeah. So does that Tommy, mean Tommy Talao goes in, and another in. prop goes in the bench? So that, that might happen. So that might yeah. stuff up the Utoi commander yeah, but in some minutes. I think it'd be better than last week anyway. Yeah. Well, you got the HIA, well. didn't you? Did, so, yeah. yeah. Final game, boys. The 2021 champion Sharks are going to be versing the Raiders at 6:15 at Cogger Oval. Benny. Yeah. I mean, this this week's a bit of an easy week, isn't it? Another another <laughs> another huge smashing. Actually, maybe not as much. I, I do like Raiders last year's teams better than this year's. I reckon. Um, you know, we were talking before about, you know, Tex Hoy and holding before. Yeah. SJ not back. Are you a Chad fan? I was on him for so long. Um, I think one of my mates um, convinced me out of him. Yeah. And I, I didn't think, you know, I didn't want to get players uh, in bottom, you know, not top eight teams kind of thing was my yeah. rationale because I got Lamb over him. Um, I kept switching what, him out. What did you make of Lamb? Uh, I mean, you know, he switched to hooker and didn't play um, defensive. So it's hard to So it's hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'll see you again this week. He's one of those players you watch for a couple of weeks. If he's still putting on these these bad scores, then then maybe I'll look to move him on. Yeah. But uh, Townsend did great, honestly. He was, was too, he yeah. was you know setting up tries. Yeah, looked great. Andy, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Canberra here. Yep, Corby. Yeah, Raiders. 
I've got the Sharks. They're going to go. go. end the streak. They didn't win him one. I don't mind that. Top yeah. eight. If there's an upset this week. week. Especially yeah. in this wet. But, what, you know. Did you pick seven last week or six? I picked seven. Seven. So you're on. So if you got Melbourne, you would have got Perry Red. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a goose. I'm a goose. Andy, have you got the stats for Benny's bets? Oh, yeah. It was 30 bucks. 30 bucks? Yeah. yeah. That ain't bad. That That's bad. not too bad. And the trolls are a good that chance. to the bet. What it, so it's the trolls no, who. Benny, because I, because I got a win. <laughs> Last week we've got some extra money, so Ooh, I'm going to actually go. put that one on, and um, <laughs> you can be invited to a Christmas party. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Honestly, Latrell for a double is the only one you got to hope for. There, the yeah, other one should I come through. That singular was paying eight dollars fifty, so that's some juicy uh, addition to the multi. He's a ball hog and he loves it. So let's go. <laughs> Definitely. Well, boys, rip a show tonight, Benny. We really appreciate you jumping on, and look forward to catching you up during the season as well. If you're, you're up to it. Oh yeah, definitely. Love love having you. Love having being on this show. It was Thanks great. for coming to the Legends Lounge. Excellent. So, oh, sorry, Corbs. You you liked Legends Lounge too before we. Leave. Yeah, well, that's I think it's good. One, yeah, good way. Sounds great. Hey? Yeah. I can get some good calls every now and then. <laughs> All right, kids. Have a good weekend, and we'll catch you soon.